Welcome to Wellness You, a podcast designed to help you learn more about your health and how to live your best life. Podcast hosts include Chiropractic Essence and Essence Med, Bambi's Green Acres Natural Market, My Nurse Healthcare, and First Row Fitness, all of Council Bluffs, Iowa. Before we hear from this episode's host, let's learn more about everyone here at Wellness U. My Nurse Healthcare is here for you. Do you have questions about your medication? Maybe you need some help with personal cares. We have CNAs and HHAs that can help you. Do you have a new diagnosis or maybe a disease that you would like to learn more about and have support with? My Nurse Healthcare is here to support you by providing you with a nurse navigator or advocate that can serve as a liaison between patients and doctors. Every circumstance is different. That's why it is so important for your nurse advocate and medical team to work together. Call 402-250-8465 or visit MyNurseHealthCare.com to learn more and schedule a free consultation today. Wellness U brought to you in part by Essence Health Group, home to chiropractic Essence and Essence Med, your one stop for joint health and overall wellness in Council Bluffs. So if you've been told you are bone on bone or a candidate for knee replacement, or if you're suffering from knee or other joint pain and want a non-invasive, non-surgical option, Essence Med and Council Bluffs is the place for you. With over 160 five-star patient reviews, this is a healthcare practice that focuses on real results through their custom joint program. The team of doctors at Essence Med focuses on tailoring care to the individual and finding the best plan of care in the least invasive manner. This is healthcare reimagined. Chiropractic Essence is under the same roof and also the fastest growing chiropractor in Council Bluffs with a focus on community and offers a hybrid technique that is safe, precise, and effective for all ages. Their office is filled with happy, healthy families that have reduced or eliminated their pain and have developed healthier lifestyles thanks to chiropractic Essence. With the latest techniques and technologies, Essence is not just a healthcare clinic to reactively reduce symptoms, but rather a practice that is laser-focused on improving our bodies and building them up to the most optimal state. Give them a call at 712-308-8161 for a healthier you. 712-308-8161. This episode of Wellness U brought to you by Bambi's Green Acres Natural Marketing Council Bluffs. If you're searching for healthy supplements, herbal products, information, education, and more, come visit us at Bambi's Green Acres Natural Market right here in Council Bluffs for 26 years where we put health in your hands. Call today, 712-323-5799. Welcome to this episode of Wellness U. Today, we are joined by, well, my personal trainer and a lot of folks' personal trainer, Carrie McDonald from First Row Fitness and Council Bluffs. And uh, this uh, episode and this portion of the podcast called Time to Move. Carrie, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. This is, uh, I'm, I'm excited to get this started. I'm excited to learn more because you and I had an opportunity to visit on a different podcast that we were doing uh, with the Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. And that's where I first met you and uh, was able to learn more about what it is that you do. And the more that I learn, uh, the, the, just the better I like it and, and the more impressed I am with not just the product and, and the service that you provide, but the way you run your business and just top to bottom, I just think it's, it, it's a wonderful thing that you're doing over there at your uh, facility at River's Edge. Oh, those uh, words are very thoughtful. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy what I get to do, and I feel like it is a blessing to be able to spend my adult life and career doing what I love, and that's why I 
brought a guest today. Well, that's true, and we're going to talk about uh, this is uh, your guest today is a wonderful example about how lives can be changed by just making the decision to uh, settle in and understand that this isn't going to happen in a week and a half. That it's not just uh, it's not just a project you're doing, but it's more of a lifestyle change. Correct, and it's one of those things that you're much better served if you don't hit it as a sprint, but more like a fast walk. I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce who you brought in today? Absolutely. Well, this morning um, I brought with me Carol Horner. She is the owner of Synchronicity and the creator of Spiral Up, um, which I find absolutely amazing because it it it, it can definitely be used even in fitness. Um, she uses it as a business platform and a development um, platform, um, but always reaching for that better, that, that, that next level up, I guess. And that keeps you going. Wouldn't you say, Carol? Yeah, absolutely. Carol, how far back uh, does your relationship with Carrie go? When did you first start uh, uh, working with her? When she, when she was at the YMCA, uh, I started taking fitness classes, hoping to increase the intensity of my exercise. Uh, I had gotten some pretty nasty news from the doctor and from uh, just the measurements of everything and, and was really on a, on a downward spiral, if you, if you, you know, can accept that. But it was, uh, it was great to take fitness classes. I, I used to think I didn't like those, but I found out I actually can't live without them at this point. They are just a really valuable way in which to to get your exercise in and to get the support that you need around you. I'm a very social person too, so that adds to that. Uh, it gets me up at you know for a six o'clock class every morning. Um, so, which by the way, she used to not do. Never. Uh-uh. You never would get up uh-uh. that early. No, I was never going to do that class. That that was just way. I've said never a lot of times in my life, and I always end up doing it. So I just need to stop saying that. <laughs> So, Carol, was it kettlebell that we were? Yeah, we were doing kettlebell, and I and I had to have remedial class a few times, uh, and uh, but got good at it, and uh, and really liked the especially the weightlifting piece and getting stronger. And the the thing was is I had always been kind of an exerciser, and you know I, I grew up um, an athlete. That I, I use that term loosely. I wasn't a good athlete, but I was involved in athletics, if you will, and. So it was never really the exercise. It was always going to be the diet. But you don't, you know, I just keep exercising harder and hoping. And uh, finally realized that was not the case. Yeah, it's really impossible to out-exercise a poor diet. It it really is. That should be put on a bumper sticker. That's really good. It probably is somewhere. <laughs> I, I did not coin that phrase. <laughs> no, but that's the first I've heard it, and I think it's I think it's it's phenomenal. You can't out exercise a poor diet. That's now I'm feeling guilty for what I had for lunch, but uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so, um, Carol, uh, we we were obviously working together when we were at the YMCA, and then I parted from the YMCA. Um, and started First Row Fitness. Um, and, and I trotted right along. And she did. She was one of the very, she was actually with the um, welcome committee with the, the chamber. CB ambassadors. Yeah, yeah, the ambassadors and helped cut the ribbon. She held it um, for us to, to hold and was part of that celebration of us opening and was one of the first uh, members of First Row. 
which was pretty cool, you know, that that I did have um, her follow along with me and, and trust that I, I think she thought I knew what I was doing. I mm-hmm. really didn't know what I was doing at the time. Yeah, you did. <laughs> this yeah, goes yeah. back to when you, when you're with your first facility that you had on the 100 block, right? Uh, well, actually, actually my, before that. Even uh, before that. So 623, I think was the address. Yeah, right there in the corner of Broadway and, and uh, South 7th Street. Okay. Yes. Yeah, right next to Good. Palm Beach Tan. Yeah. Teeny tiny little place. Oh, it was dinky. I think it was like 800 square feet. I don't know how we fit in there. <laughs> it was really tiny. It's about, it was about the size of our personal training room now. So <laughs> it's small. But anyways, um, so she she tagged along. And I, you're going to have to remind me, Carol, when was it that you walked into the, the board that was for Oh, so I had... You know, I'd started working out with you at the Y and, and really had done a good solid, you know, year, 18 months of very regular, very intense classes. And I mean, just to back up and tell you the numbers, right? So when I turned 50 in 2014, I weighed 172 pounds and was 44% body fat. I was obese. I was on four blood pressure medications. I had, uh, I had really bad lab work. And it stayed that way. Uh, and and I, when I started to intensify the workouts, I dropped to 166 pounds. Woo. Uh, it really was, I, you couldn't, I, I, there was no dropping the weight with just exercise. And uh, I remember walking in one of the, the last uh, weeks of December. Uh, it was right around my birthday and, uh, of 2016. And Carrie had on the board... Uh, you know, when you set your 2017 goals, do something a little scary. And it just, it struck me right then, that's the scary thing is, can I address this diet and can I have someone hold me accountable to that? I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shame associated with obesity that doesn't need to be there. And there's a lot of, of um, you know, thinking that you know and, and that you should know things you just don't know because you really have no opportunity to learn this. You know, they, they don't teach us nutrition, right? Um, and most of what they teach us is bad nutrition, actually. And, uh, and so when I saw that, I, I went straight to Carrie and I said, okay, I want to do something scary. And, and what would be scary was is to take you up on your nutrition program. She had started working, uh, doing nutrition counseling, uh, for some of the, the clientele there, and I'm like, this, uh, I want to do that. And I signed up for the largest contract at the time, which was 12 weeks, and I ended up doing it twice because it was so worth it to me to do that. And, you know, and I just listened, and, I, and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen, and I'm going to pay attention, just like I want my clients to pay attention to me and the expertise I offer. I'm like, I'm going to do this too because, you know, Carrie's the expert, and, and she knows what she's talking about, and I'm going to try. I'm going to do this for real because um, I was just, I was really at high risk of, of heart disease and diabetes and all the ailments associated with, with obesity. And I saw it in my parents, you know, and I was like, this is not good. And, uh, and so that's when I started was January 2nd, 2017. Carol, do you feel that that little bit of that fear also came from knowing that if you were going to take this on, that it was going to adjust your lifestyle? And there's a fear a little bit about mm-hmm. that lifestyle adjustment. It's like, oh, how am I going to, you know, continue doing what I've been doing, but not really doing it with the same people? I mean, there is right. a fear with that. And 
so uh, a lot of my life had gotten centered around really big social activities, right? And 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 I was out to eat all the time, and I was you know drinking, you know probably five six times a week, not like excessive and and that kind of thing, but still two glasses of wine five six times a week. Holy cow, that's a lot. And a lot of so calories. the first yeah. first thing. Carrie said, well, you're going to go six weeks without alcohol. And I'm like, holy, wow. I, you know, I haven't done that since before I was legal. Um, and I'm like, okay. And so, and it went that hard. And, and I told people, you know, I said, this is important to me and this is what I'm doing. And the people that care for me and, and were important to me were right there saying, yeah, no problem. And, and then even after I, I kind of was allowed to, allowed to, when I chose to add alcohol back in, it was, there were still days, you know, I limited that because I knew its impact on, on my weight, uh, especially. Uh, and, and so you just tell people, this is, this is who, where I am and where I'm trying to go. And, and those that will support you, you hold on to tight. And those that don't, don't worry about them. Carol, you talked about uh, the lifestyle change. Uh, I'm curious, Carol, at what point did it stop feeling like a project and now it just feels like this is my life now, and this is how I live. This is what I do. How long did that take? Um, really, about six months. Uh, it, not even that. It, you know, people say, "Wow, you know, it just it, it wasn't that hard." It really wasn't that hard. You know, I I didn't feel like I was sacrificing anything, and it, you know, it was just a matter of, you know, I love good food, right? And healthy food is good food. And learning to cook, uh, that was probably the greatest thing that happened during the, uh, the lockdown for, pan- for the pandemic was I got to play in the kitchen and, and learned a lot of cooking. Uh, and, and it was, you know, a great opportunity to, to get, I mean, I was terrified to try cooking tofu. I love tofu. And everybody's going to freak out when they hear that, but it's all based on how you cook it, right? I could, yeah, yeah, that's and, true. And uh, I love tofu. Carrie's not a big fan of tofu. I'm not, unless <laughs> it is, like, crispy. Well, there, there's a reason why I don't, uh, I, I'm a, I like salmon, but not when I cook it. Oh, <laughs> because oh, see, I, I I'm horrible at it. I, I am horrible at cooking salmon, but I do really like it. So it's the same kind of thing. I can imagine that once you learn how to make something, and I've I've had tofu, but I've never tried to cook with it. So now uh, I'm. I I mean, it's rare that I go a week without a brick of tofu getting cooked on and made into something. It, I think I think rare. I even bought tofu one time and had to give it to Carol. This just isn't happening. Yeah, I've tried to like this and I still don't. <laughs> so I'm going to move on. It's and it's a texture thing, I think, more than anything else to a lot of people. But but you know, vegetables are good and and fish is good and and things that are you know healthy for you are are just as good. And it gets to the point where it's like, you know, I mean, I I can't remember the last time I had a candy bar right or or because nothing like that appeals to me anymore and I mean I still have like you know I, I cannot pass up you know sherbet at at, at Krispy Kreme I'm sorry you know oh well yeah but I go and I, I, I get a little dish. summertime right. treat you know yeah. I go and I get a little dish because it just it hits that craving and it's it's you know it tastes fabulous and it's a great treat but it's not it's not Causing me, I'm no, not. No, you don't need to eat, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, the quart or the pint or the half gallon or whatever. You don't need to go that far to satisfy the craving, and you're still getting the same satisfaction out of it. You're just not going as far. That makes an awful lot of sense. 
Yeah, and I think that mindfulness plays a big role in a lot of um, the choices that are made when you make those lifestyle adjustments. Uh, Carol is very mindful of what she chooses. She may not buy a candy bar and slam it down as she's driving, but she won't pass up a good piece of chocolate. With no, won't so, pass up a good you know, piece of so chocolate. it's not it's not about deprivation. It's about adjusting your sales and being able to live the way that you live and enjoy the things that you enjoy, but knowing when to rein it back and when to basically staying in control of your health. Uh, she, she had some fabulous, fabulous health changes along with the weight adjustments. Yeah, I so I went from a triglyceride level of 162, which is high and dangerous, especially with my genetic code, uh, to just uh, a couple of weeks ago when I had my blood work done, it was, um, was it 60? So, yeah, like down by two-thirds. Uh-huh. It, it is very doable, um, but you can't... You can't think that just exercising is going to take care of it. You can't. Mm -hmm. it, it is body and movement and what we're putting in our bodies. And then also throw in there is an aspect of how we think and how we feel. Because how we think and how we feel also um, affect our sleep, our digestive system, um, everything. So it, it all plays a role. It all works mm -hmm. together. There's this harmony that, that happens when we actually love ourselves enough to take care of ourselves at that level. And you can't do it overnight. Again, it's not a sprint. No, it was a... You can was, walk fast, but it was a <laughs> sprint. It was, it was a progress, right? I mean, it started out, you know, where we were just looking at, at kind of like the macros I needed to have and limiting the alcohol and and it, and, it, and it's progressed. I mean, I, I eat far more plant-based than ever before. I'm not without meat. I'm not vegan or vegetarian. But I go that direction really easily um, and a lot because it's healthier. Uh, I like it a lot. You know, Carrie's running a challenge right now on the Mediter Mediterranean diet, and I'm like, well, that's a piece of cake. I eat like that most of the time. I, I'm <laughs> a big fan of that diet. I, I really and, – and by diet, I don't mean like depriving myself of something. I mean that type of food – Mm -hmm. I can I can make a meal out of olives and yes, uh, yes. cheese and hummus and these different things that go along with that and enjoy that a lot more than a big, heavy steak and potatoes kind of meal. Absolutely, and feel great after you eat it and then the next day still feeling good, not feeling that lethargy that happens sometimes when we, uh, you know how you feel after a uh, big Thanksgiving dinner or lunch? That that effect does not right. happen when you actually eat. Like you had said before, Todd, eating cleaner, you notice a difference in your energy and things, and it's so true. And so you can you can think of like the challenge that um, I'm challenging everybody in the studio and out of the studio for that matter um, for the month of February is a Mediterranean diet, and the reason why I have the emphasis on that is because it is the number one recommended by cardiologist. <laughs> so it makes sense. Right. It's like eat your healthy fats, you know, get rid of the butter, eat the olive oil. You can still have butter, but have it less often. Um, limit your beef to twice a, a week, you know, and have a normal s serving of, of beef. Don't have a 12 ounce steak, have a four ounce. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just little tweaks like that. That it reminds me of one time a buddy of mine and I went out to a steakhouse and it was one of these places where you cook your own steak. The smallest steak they had on the menu was 28 ounces. 
Oh, wow. And uh, who, who eats this thing? Wow. Eats a family. Take it back and uh, cut it in half. <laughs> you know, that's the best that we can do. <laughs> that's pure gluttony, huh? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm, you brought up, uh, Carol, earlier that it, it didn't seem as hard after you got into it as you thought that it was going to be. How much of that do you credit having a support system there that you can ask questions of and, and to be able yeah. to rely on? Yeah, that, that was huge. If one, the accountability. You know, we, Carrie and I met every week. And just knowing going in there that someone had my back, um, that I was going to get supported. I was also going to get called on my BS, um, but it was out of care, right? I, you know, and, and I think that that's, that's the biggest difference. A lot of times, you know, everybody wants to do these gimmicks and these contraptions and these, you know, all this stuff. And it really boils down to, you know, a nutrition counselor, right? Or, or it boils down to a support group. Um, that you can learn from and, and can hold you accountable to the things that I wanted. I, I'm not being held accountable to Carrie's desires or Carrie's goals for me. I'm being held to my goals for me. They're, they're mine. I own this. I, have, I still have to do all of the work, but to have someone that understands what you're going through and, and, and can support you through it and give you the guidance that you need you know, that made all the difference in the world. That's why after the first 12 weeks, I'm like, I'm not done yet. I can't hardly believe, you know, where I was, you know, I had met my goals, but I knew I wasn't done. I knew that I could get even better. I mean, I was hoping just to get out of obesity numbers, uh, but I was, I was dropping and, and things were getting real healthy, you know, and, and I was feeling really good. And, and it was, uh, you know, and it was that, but that support, you know, cause I, I, it wasn't like I didn't get stuck along the way cause heaven knows I did. And, but it was, you know, Carrie saying, you know, Let's try this. Let's just give this a shot. Let's give this, let's try this this time. And, and you know, the time when she's like, okay, we're going to increase your calories to like 1,700. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I cannot eat that much. <laughs> there is no way I can put that much food in my belly. And, and so we, we started to play with, with far more calorie-dense foods, you know, like avocados and, 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 and those kinds of things and, and olive oil and, and those kinds of things that allowed for me to get all the nutrition uh, and increase my fat and my calories enough to m get my metabolism going again, right? Getting it out of it's thinking it's starving when it's not. And and so that big bump and all of a sudden I'm drop, you know, increase your eating and you drop your weight. What a concept. And but it was it worked, right? And you know, it's not what I eat now. I don't eat 1700 calories now. Uh, because it's it I don't my metabolism doesn't metabolism doesn't need that. It's kind of found its kind of you know settling place, and and I just keep challenging it now and again, and I keep trying to make sure that I keep my muscle up. Um, I like being strong. That that's always been important to me. I like being fit. That's always been important to me. Uh, and so those are the things that that really drive kind of how I eat, so that I have the fuel that I need for my uh, for my workouts. That I have the you know, nutrition that I need to, to stay with strong bones and, and strong muscles and eyes and heart and lungs and stomach and all that stuff. So I eat now to, to sustain long-term. Really important, really, really important, especially as we are aging, <laughs> hands down. We can't, we can't stop the aging process, but we can definitely learn to age better and get stronger as we're aging have that sustainable energy it's all it's all it all works together yeah burpees when i'm 90 <laughs> burpees when you're 90 <laughs> mm -hmm. 
My I think people still think I'm nuts because I like burpees, but you know, it's just, it's a thing. <laughs> My dad used to call it with, uh, with learning something new, stick to mm-hmm. which I used to tell him wasn't a word, but <laughs> anyway, was that anything that you struggled with through the way? Was there any, any point at all that you said, I don't know if I can do this, or there's some days that you just got away from you? you no, know, there, there were days and that, that was the importance of having the relationship with Carrie, right? It was being able to say, I'm having that day. Right. I just, you know, maybe I'm destined to be, you know, chubby because my family and my, you know, family tree and, you know, the obesity of my family. Well, the obesity of my family is environmental. You know, there's very little genetic code when it comes to that. You know, for me, the genetic code, you know, that we've kind of worked out between all the fitness stuff and and the work with with my physician, too, is really uh, about inflammation. And so now working to, to just make sure that I'm doing the things to try to keep inflammation minimized in my body uh, is is helpful, right? Uh, but, but, you know, there's nothing, there was nothing genetic about me being fat. Yeah, we had that conversation right at the beginning, if mm-hmm. I remember right, within the first few weeks. Um, she said, I'll always have high blood pressure, always be on all these medications because everyone in my family is. Mm-hmm. And I... I'm not going to repeat what I said. <laughs> but I'm, I'm assuming, though, that not everyone in your family was doing what you have done no. over the past many years. No, but it, it's interesting because, you know, my mom is eating better mostly because, you know, when she eats with me, when family eats with me and I, you know, and I do Thanksgiving and and holiday dinners and, and uh, those kinds of things, when, when I'm the one cooking, you're eating what I'm eating. And, uh, and, and it's, and they, they keep coming back. So it, it must be, and my, my great niece who's five th- always tells me that, Aunt Carol, this is delicious. This is delicious. And I'm feeding her a bowl full of vegetables. <laughs> what would you tell somebody that maybe was where you are at and they can hear this and they can hear your story and they can feel motivated and inspired, but what would you tell them to help them along with the process of staying with it and knowing that, as you've said, it can be a fast walk, but it's not a sprint. What, what kind of advice do you give them in order to give them encouragement along the way? First, you're worth it. Your health is worth it. You are worth it. Um, and, and second is you're not alone. Get help. Ask for help. You know, reach out to, to Carrie or, or a nutritionist or, you know, somebody like that, you know, that, allows for you to have the support that you need and the education that you need. We don't know what we don't know. I mean, I thought I, I thought I ate very healthy. Other people told me I ate healthy. I did not even remotely eat healthy. And, but I didn't know that. I thought I understood how to eat healthy. And so getting that education and getting the support of a nutrition counselor I think is is the most important part, and and just know you are worth that. That is an investment in your long term health. My healthcare costs are drastically less than they were six years ago when I started this process. You know, my doctor loves seeing me once a year, and she gets to you know because it's not about medications. It's not another medication to try to fight something that I can fight with nutrition, that I can fight with exercise, that I can fight with my own actions. I don't need a medication to do that. Neither do you. She's absolutely right. There And there's just this huge, um, I would call it freedom, 
when we're not having to prop ourselves up with medications, surgeries, we could just keep going down the mm-hmm. list. There is a freedom. If there's, there's a saying, and I can't remember who said this or what quote this came from, but it has something to do with if you don't make time right now to take care of yourself, sooner or later you're going to need to. You're going to be laid up in a hospital bed. You're going to have to have open heart surgery. You're going to have to have angioplasty. You're going to have to have uh, um, transfusions because your diabetes is out of control. And with that comes higher health care costs, um, lost wages um, if you're still in the working force, and then the freedom to be able to actually travel and do the things that you watch people doing on TV. Right? To me, that sounds like prison. So I would much rather take care of myself and guide people to do the same thing because there's so much freedom in being healthy and being strong, so much. Mm -hmm. The lesson that I'm taking from you today, Carol, is when I'm thinking back to when you first got started, it's don't be afraid of your starting point. Mm -mm. Because that's that's just reality. That's what it is. And whether you want to ignore it or not, that's where you're at. But I uh, and, and I think that the first day that you and I uh, worked together, Carrie, these probably weren't exactly your words, but the, the gist of it was you can't know how to get somewhere if you don't know where you're starting from. That's the beginning of the path. And so just own it. Step up. Okay, this is where I'm at. I may not be happy about it, but this is where I am. So now I know how I can get somewhere else and how I can improve things. I'm, yeah, I, I, I got this like buzzing thing going on over here right now. It's just, it's just wonderful uh, that, that you guys have come in and, and talked about this today. I'm very thankful. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, we appreciate you uh, listening to uh, this episode of Time to Move, all part of the Wellness You podcast. And uh, it's all part of uh, Carrie McDonald at First Row Fitness and Council Bluffs. Just go to firstrowfitness.com and you can learn all about everything that she's doing there. And why not even book a consultation while you're on that website as well? I'm Todd Studer. Until next time, take care.